Welcome to the Talks with Meg podcast, where we will talk about the Catholic faith and discuss how to live the most authentic life possible here on earth while striving for heaven. Join me bi-weekly as I dive into topics such as prayer, relationships, and those funny, humbling moments. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Talks with Meg. This is episode 16, and today I have my friend Kayla joining me, and she's going to be starting er, talking about feasting with the saints. So I'll let Kayla kind of introduce herself, and we'll go from there. Hi Kayla. Hey Megan, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm Kayla. I am also from small town Ohio, this little pocket. Um, I'm from Fort Laramie. I am married, and we're expecting our first later this year, so. So exciting. I know. (laughs) It's all the emotions. (laughs) (laughs) So many emotions. Um, So awesome. So I guess we'll get started. We're going to chat a little bit about feasting with the saints. So Kayla's going to give a little insight on it um, to tell us more about it. So my first question is, what inspired you to start feasting with the saints? Yeah. So, Feasting at the Saints is a project that I've run for a couple years. Um, It's just on Instagram and Facebook. And it really just documents me celebrating um, different saints' feast days with food. Like, preparing (laughs) a feast (laughs) for the feast day that I typically share with, like, my friends or family or coworkers. Um, so I have always loved food. <laughs> and I feel like not just in the sense, like you say like, oh, I love food. And people are like, I also love food. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, everybody loves food. But I love to cook. I love to bake. I like spend a ton of time in my kitchen. I've kind of always been that way. Um, like I remember as a kid, like watching Food Network instead of Disney Channel. <laughs> That's and so like, funny. Yeah. I would like go home and be like, I want to be in a garden. <laughs> And I have, like, tons of cookbooks and magazines, and um, I'd, like, rather spend, like, extra money on, like, butter and salt and, like, these fancy different things for my kitchen rather than, like, I don't know, shoes or, like, a home decor. So I've always just had, like, food as this huge part of my life, like, a big interest and hobby. And I feel like food has been kind of, like, a through line in my faith as well. Um, I'm a cradle Catholic, but... I regrettably, like, didn't take my faith seriously, probably, like, birth through high school. Yep. Um, It was just kind of, like, a part of life. Like, we prayed before meals in the same way that you just, like, did anything else, just because. And I never really implored further than that. Mm -hmm. I didn't get into my faith until I was in college. So I went to Ohio University, and, like, on my first day of college, I was like, I need to find the Catholic organization here. (laughs) Which was kind of weird. Like, I did youth ministry stuff, like, some of it in in high school, but I wasn't, like, super into it. So, in college, I was like, I just need to... I went to college where I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Kind of intentionally, because I wanted to, like, branch out, make new friends. I did the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, then I, like, just dove into the Newman community that was there. Like, made a lot of friends. Um, And really, like, dove into my faith as well. Um, they'd have one, they'd have, like, a lot of different programs, but one evening a week, it was on Wednesdays, they would, like, call it Newman Nights, and we would go in, and everybody who was there, which is, like, 40 to 50 college kids, Mm -hmm. we would, like, have dinner and fellowship, 
and then we would have like a speaker or praise and worship with adoration and that was kind of the evening and I loved it I met so many lovely men and women and just really like dove into my faith like with these people and also like in my dorm room like hold up like binging Father Mike Schmidt's videos (laughs) the best (laughs) like just so curious and I felt like my faith had been under my nose like my whole life um but yeah like this one kind of like heartbeat to my first year of college like what kind of defined the week was these like fellowship dinners and then having like spending this intentional time with the Lord and I just loved it and I was like oh my gosh like I I look forward to this dinner as much as I look forward to um the rest of it and uh my second year of college I kind of got involved in our uh like ministry team Mm -hmm. which I wasn't expecting I was like I don't know anything about my faith I feel like a new kid around here um but we had like a, a kind of weird transition where we had a youth minister my first year and then he like got married and like life circumstances changed Mm -hmm. so my second year of college we did not have him and he had arranged these dinners and we kind of like cobbled together like how our Newman program was going to be run between like the ministry team and we had a focus team on campus okay for like just that one year (laughs) um (laughs) but I remember being in meetings where some people were like, well, I just don't know how we're going to make the dinners happen. And I was like, no, (laughs) the dinners have to happen. (laughs) So I like spearheaded these dinners that we had on Wednesday nights. And I feel like that's where I really drew the most like, like combining fellowship and my faith and food together. It wasn't just like this separate hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I would invite like new people who came to the Newman center, like to the parish. I would be like, Oh, like, what are you doing this Wednesday? Like you should come to dinner. It was like such a casual invite. And like everybody in college wants a home cooked meal more than anything. Oh, and food in general. So. Yeah. Yeah. To- oh my gosh. It's like how you lure in both like college and high school. Yes. And even like young adults were like, there's going to be food. Everyone shows up. <laughs> so I would like invite people to dinner and invite people to come cook with me. And we were on, like, a shoestring budget. Oh, of course. <laughs> I always thought was kind of fun. It was, like, 40 to 50 people are going to show up, and here's, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Be creative. Good luck. <laughs> so I would, like, make these super carb-loaded meals <laughs> and just try my best to, like, make things from scratch and, and like, save as much money as we could. And, mm-hmm. um, just still try to make these meals really special so that people would, like, have this really intentional fellowship time which I know there's like a lot of opportunities for fellowship in college but like this was a particular one centered with faith that I really enjoyed so I feel like that's when I really got into cooking for other people my third and like final year of college we um had a new priest come to the parish and uh Father Matthew Gossett is he was the priest and we just became like pretty quick friends and he totally encouraged it all the time was like you should cook for more people. And, like, <laughs> this makes you really happy <laughs> to, like, kind of make this community meal, and you should do it. So, like, I did on our retreats, and um, the pandemic hit, like, my senior year of college, mm-hmm. and I, like, suddenly had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> As everyone did. <laughs> yeah. So then I, like, really dove into, like, posting pictures of, like, what I was making on my like, uh-huh. actual, like, my personal um Instagram and things and 
because uh, I couldn't like cook these big weird meals for people anymore. <laughs> and he was the one that, oh, Father Matthew was like the person that encouraged me, like you should make this its own page. Um, in diving in my faith in college, like one of my big inspirations was the saints because yeah, I felt like super underqualified to like lead anybody or like yep. bring anybody to the faith. But I was like, look at all these saints that like have a variety of, of backgrounds and stories and like some were just lovely through and through and some like went through some of the hardest struggles yes. and I just can relate to all of them and I find so much inspiration in all of them and then it kind of just bled into what it is now which is like kind of liturgically living and kind of um like every month I'll pick out a saint or about every month whose feast day falls within that month and Bef- leading up to their feast day, I'll research about them, like look at them online. If there's like any books about them, um, I'll read those and kind of just get to know with them, like know them, walk with them, ask for their intercession. And then usually I'll make a meal that's like either something that they ate in their lifetime or is from their hometown as like a way to bring them into my home, kind of celebrate with them. Awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I will put all of her social media stuff in the bio and on the post, but I highly recommend following because it's so cool. And just to walk with the saints because they're there for like to help us. Um, so yeah. And Kayla's food is amazing. So (laughs) (laughs) she has one lucky husband and kids (laughs) child. She doesn't have multiple kids yet, but (laughs) so yeah. Awesome. So I guess my next question would be, what has been your biggest challenge? So challenge or like kind of hardest mountain to climb while doing this or something you found difficult? Yeah, I was thinking this over and I was like, I don't know, maybe it sounds like a, I don't, like a first world problem answer, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I'm like creating content for something is really exhausting. Yes, <laughs> I can relate. So my day job, I work in marketing. Mm -hmm. So all day, like the minute that I clock in, I have like a company cell phone and then like my desktop and I'm on social media on both like all day, like creating content for our like 10 different platforms that we're on Mm -hmm. and like constantly posting and like what's up next and like looking at my content calendar and um, like looking at, you know, upcoming trends and then Like, I get home and I'm like, no. Like, I just feel, like, spent in terms of content creation. Yeah. Which sounds like a silly thing. (laughs) Because they're, like, definitely separate entities. Like, what I do at work is not (laughs) about food or faith. (laughs) But I don't, like, I think of social media as, like, a neutral. Because it can be this really awesome way for people to connect. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, like, some days I'll, like, flip-flop and be, like, it's such a distraction, and, like, the devil loves to distract. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like a lot of days I'll, like, lean towards that other side where, like, it's such a distraction, and then I'm, like, I should put something on my feasting page, and then I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel, like, awful. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I know how a page grows. Like, that's my job. Like, I yeah. know, like, that you should follow these specific posting times and um, make this much content and stuff and and... And I just, like, don't as much on my page. I'm like, I want this to be something that I enjoy doing. I don't want, I don't ever want liturgically living or, like, reading about the saints and trying to follow them to feel like a chore. Yeah. 
so I feel like I take a lot of breaks <laughs> and like I'll just take on like one say a month and then kind of go quiet until the next month and then I, I'm like I don't know if anybody's really following along and you like get in my head like it's not like this thing that's always in your feed so yeah I feel like that can be a challenge just like I don't know I guess the motivation when it feels like so much of my day is already consumed by just media media yeah I think too like the flip side of that I sometimes feel like I create all this content for it and then it goes nowhere still so yeah it's like such a mind game I feel like sometimes even though I don't do it for the followers but it's so hard not to get caught up in it and yeah I some days I'm like I am so addicted to this this isn't even funny and then other days I'm like I need to post that way my stuff's in the in the feed but then you have other there's other people who don't post all the time and then they have like one post like every couple weeks and it just like takes off and I don't know (laughs) it's such like a mind game I feel like sometimes yes and yeah that's why I was saying I feel like it's like a first world problem it's an unimportant (laughs) problem in life like I could do this and nobody could look at it and it would still be the same thing yes because I the things that I make I either like have with my husband or I'll like bring to my parents and eat with my family or like my favorite is bringing stuff to work mm-hmm. like I'll make something at home and like labor over something and then bring it to work and people will be like what is this in the break room yes <laughs> and I'll be like it's baklava and they're like why I'm like it's the feast day of Saint Philomena and then I'll tell them about him <laughs> depending on the coworker, I think they're just like that's great Kayla cool <laughs> like I could still do these things and not post them but I feel like some sometimes the challenge is just like continuing to do things yes like is anybody out there (laughs) does anybody care but yeah you can still do it without it yes I feel like when I talk to anyone else who's like started small from things they say the same things they're like I feel like I put all this time in and you like want people to get things out of it because that's like part of it is sharing it but then at the same time it's like okay like, taking a step back, like, it's not for me. Yeah. And even if just one person is touched by it, that's, like, enough. But it's so easy, though, just in the world we live in to be, like, why do I not have, like, 50 likes within a half hour like half the other people do? Yeah. I don't know. You're, like, I want to add faith to your feed, and I want you to also make baklava for St. Philomena because it's so fun. Yes. <laughs> I think you'll have fun, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think I just like mentally get caught up in, in silly things. So. Mm-hmm. I think we all do. Yeah. I think it's just part of the game, part of the social media mm-hmm. thing. Um, but it's awesome that you bring stuff to work too and not really in more of a corporate environment where people of all faiths are there or no faith and yeah, you just bring in St. Philomena, here we go. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I feel like people at work are like, that's cute. Because <laughs> I'll, like, cool. like, <laughs> I'll like bring something in and then I'll leave like a little note and I'll be like, it's the feast day of St. Henry. <laughs> I made this for them. <laughs> and people like eat it because they're like, I'm going to eat this well, treat that Caleb brought, brought into it. work. Yes. <laughs> but they're just like, that's. Cool, St. Henry. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Oh, it's all feast. It's all feast day today. Great. <laughs> I just want the food. <laughs> yeah. But hey, could be a little seed that you're planting too. That's what I think. So I nice. mean, like we said, food gets people. It is. It's like places. This, yeah. I mean, that's like this. I mean, like maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but it's like this really innate, like human need. Like everybody it has is. to mm-hmm. eat. 
and lots of people I think what I like about food is that like communal aspect like that's why I really liked like what drew me into my faith was like this beautiful community and like the thing that brought me into that community was just like having dinner Mm -hmm. which doesn't sound all that extravagant because it's not we were eating like pasta but it's just like I just think it's so lovely like the way that food brings people together and like every culture has a very unique kind of food and it can be like so nostalgic and I just think it's like food has like all this nuance that we didn't need to have but like God put into our lives like food mm-hmm. didn't have to taste good food didn't have to have like this nostalgic this factor yeah. but like God didn't need to work through food but like food is like a through line through you know like our faith Jesus's first miracle is at a feast And before he, like, teaches the thousands, he, like, multiplies the loaves and the fishes. And when he comes back as as our resurrected Lord, he invites his disciples to breakfast. He asks us to actually consume him, like, at a feast. (laughs) So I don't, I, like, personally think (laughs) that there's a lot of, like, goodness and a lot of evangelization that comes through, like, sharing food with somebody. Yeah, and I think, too, a lot of, some of the parishes in our area, too, have started doing things like that. I know the parish that, my home parish, St. Henry, they do a brupper, where they do, like, breakfast for supper. (laughs) I forget when they do. I should know around when they do it. I think it's around Lent. I don't remember. But they do that, or they'll do, like, just different things. Or, like, donuts after Mass, which a lot of churches do that. Mm -hmm. Just to get people together. And even just, like, small things, how we went and made pasta, at your house one Friday night and it was so much fun and it was just a group of us girls getting together and sharing laughs and (laughs) just food yeah and learning something new so food yeah I agree with everything you've said (laughs) (laughs) and it's crazy too just to see how people do come together through meals and even people of different beliefs backgrounds everything too you can get together and just have like good conversations Mm -hmm. so awesome so I guess my next thing would be, I would like for you to share a God moment when you really knew that like, this is what God was kind of calling you to do, to share anything like that. So, or if you've had a couple, we want to hear them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure God's been like, I, like there's a bunch of things that I'm probably like passing over. Oh, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> like so many ways that God's hand has been in, in this. Um, but I feel like in the moments that I'm the most, like, I don't know if this even matters, like, am I really, is it, does anybody really care if I, like, celebrate a feast, um, besides me, which it can just matter to me, but I think that's when, like, people reach out, like, I've had, like, random things where, like, a total stranger messages you on Facebook, and they're like, this is, like, my favorite scene, like, I love walking with this person thank you. And I'm like, what a weird thing to message me, (laughs) person I don't know. And like, um, I feel like I had taken a break in posting when Matt Hess from the Shrine reached out about doing an article in the Catholic Telegraph. And I was like, that's so weird. I feel highly underqualified to talk about anything for a lovely (laughs) magazine. (laughs) For a Catholic magazine that goes to everybody. Yeah, that like lots of people read. (laughs) Um, but I was like, oh yeah, like, I feel like that's God being like, keep going. Like, even though you Mm -hmm. don't feel like you can do this, like, we can do this, you just have to let me in. I'm like, 
oh yeah <laughs> would you li- can I invite you in <laughs> yes. to my kitchen please come on <laughs> so I feel like and in any moment that I'm I don't know like maybe I'll just take a break from this especially because the past couple years just in life has been busy which I know like everybody's life yeah. has been busy but I was just like oh I don't know if I can like keep doing some of the saints like feast like celebrating because like I'm getting married or like oh we just found out like we're expecting and, like oh we got to do this and then I'm like no I, I still can still have time so I feel like it's like all these little nudges like yeah like strangers reaching out or like somebody mentioning it like I'm at some QV thing and somebody's like I saw you made this the other day or even like when a co-worker comes and stops by my desk and they're like what does it mean that it's all Saints Day I'm like let me tell you <laughs> let me share <laughs> so I feel like it's just like in those moments that I'm like no this is like a good project to be a part yeah. of I've definitely I don't know if this helps anybody I've had got like moments like that mm-hmm. too where I'm just like I don't know if this is what I want to do like do I really want to keep dedicating I, like, don't keep track of my hours that I, like, work on stuff because, to me, it's, like, a fun thing. And I don't really want it to become, like, something I keep track of. Though I am trying to, like, use a little bit more affiliate marketing and just, like, do little things like that. So I get a little bit out of it, which isn't, like, a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't live off of it. (laughs) Which is fine. Like, that is never the intent behind it. But... I'll have, like, little things from God of, like, one person reaching out or someone random will be like, hey, you don't know me, but, like, this, this, and that. And I'm just like, okay, I guess this is where I'm supposed to be. So, yeah, I like that. I love talking to other people and hearing their little God moments because then I can be like, okay, that wasn't me just making it up. Like, it was a God moment, like, a moment from God instead of me being like, oh, well, God just wants me to keep doing this, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. Um, cause I tend to do that a lot in my life. I'm like, oh, that's not going to stop me. That's not a sign or, yeah, <laughs> or that was not, that meant nothing. <laughs> like overthinking. Yes. When you really probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess any future plans or things with it? I know life's getting busy. You'll have a little one, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, I'm almost done with a website. <laughs> oh, so I've been wanting to put a website together for a little while just to kind of like document it in mm-hmm. more words than Instagram Insta- allows yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing frustrates me more than when I start a post in Facebook and I'm like every bullet point on here about Saint so-and-so is so necessary. Like everybody needs to know all of the magnificent things that JP2 did. <laughs> yes. And then I go to Instagram and it's like, your caption's too long. Oh, the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I don't want to cut any out. It's all good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I probably could. (laughs) But I've kind of wanted like a longer form page for a little while. So I've been constructing a website. So hopefully that's done soon. And something that I feel like has been on my mind and on my heart a lot is like cooking for other people in this way where it's like shared at like a farmer's market or some Mm -hmm. sort of other event. Um, Yeah. Last year I did like this really crazy day where I like took <laughs> orders and like cooked and baked a lot of things for other people that were I associated with like some different saints or just like really joyous moments in my life. And I would love to do that. Like in my mind, I have like a farmer's market stand and we have like croissants that are packaged up with a um 
St. Card, like one of the little cards for St. Joan of Arc, where people are like buying croissants just to buy croissants, but also you get evangelization. <laughs> and like just things like that, like a New York style bagel that's got like St. Elizabeth and Seton on it because like she's from New York and just things like that where I'm like, oh, I think that would be so fun where people are buying, purchasing something to like take to their home to like celebrate with some saint. And they might not even know it. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be really fun. But, yeah, that has not come to fruition yet. And I really don't have a timeline. <laughs> Though I wish I did. Um, but, yeah, hopefully those are things that are to come in the future. Awesome. And, two, it's okay to start slow. I mean, at my last podcast episode, not last one, the one with Domestica, <laughs> <laughs> um, we chatted about just starting small and that it's okay to start small, even though our society is like, you need everything X, Y, and Z when you launch your page. And really you don't need everything. So yeah. And your crazy baking day last year was my favorite day. Yeah. I had pop tarts and cinnamon rolls and they were the best. <laughs> I ate them all myself. <laughs> they were so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the, the most wild thing and that's why I'm like oh I need to like prepare this time more <laughs> and kind of like schedule things out and and see like what season I feel particularly called to do this in mm-hmm. um because yeah I stayed up for like actually 40 hours straight <laughs> like oh my gosh it was just so bananas it was really fun I actually had the best time but I was like <laughs> running on no sleep um my husband and I were not married yet, and I called him at, like, 3 in the morning to go get flour, and he's like, what is open? And I was like, I, I don't know. Did you, like, wake him up? I was up all night, and he stayed up, like, all night with me. Oh. And we just baked so many things, like, all night, like, at least two or three dozen orders of just cinnamon I know, rolls. you had so many. It was so like, fun. <laughs> I picked my stuff up, and I was like... Oh, like the house smells so like much. butter. <laughs> it was so cool, but yeah, I'd like to do something where I can, you know, kind of structure that out more. Like, figure out exactly what I need. Probably have like a more curated list of things that I'll bake at a certain time. Mm-hmm. A smaller list of things. Um. Yeah. Who knows? The Lord might inspire you. And I really like that because I had listened to your episode with Domestica, and I like that they were really driving home like slowly starting something yeah it feels more intentional it feels like more approachable but it also feels more intentional to not be like I'm just going to put all of these things out because that's what you need to get up and going yeah like a business or something where it's like I'm going to put everything and do everything I can at one time because that's what society is like telling me to do but really it's okay if we take our time just like the Lord takes his time with some of our prayers and some of our things like we also allowed to take our time. Um, like most people know, I didn't take my time with this podcast. I just kind of went, yeehaw, <laughs> let's <in>. go. <laughs> um, which that's kind of it is. If I'm going to start something, I have to just go for it right away. But yeah, so awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to share about feasting with the saints? Anything about the faith in general? Any advice you would give someone? I don't think I have <laughs> much advice. That's okay. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's really lovely to, um, kind of invite the faith into your home 
something that I think has weighed, well, it's something I know that has weighed on my heart in the past couple of years is not putting faith into this box. Like, mm -hmm. I am this Kayla at work, and I am this Kayla with my friends, and I am this Kayla with God, and they are separate people. Yeah. Um, just kind of allowing the Lord into the different parts of your life. I feel like bringing the saints into my home in a more intentional way, like celebrating them as though they were people, because they are, um, has just, like, enlivened my faith and kind of bled those lines across, where I'm, like, talking about faith at work and I'm talking about faith at the dinner table, like my husband and I do, but I feel like with my parents and um, siblings and things, it's just, like, inviting the Lord into your hobbies and yeah. into what you're making for dinner, like the big things and the small things. It also encouraged people to like learn about a saint, any saint. Um, I feel like in high school, I thought of all the saints kind of like as Mary, like these are really perfect people that like live in stained glass windows. Yes. <laughs> and they are just always looking very holy and unapproachable. <laughs> Um, but when you get to read people's stories, they're very human because they are yes. human. Mom's perfect, but everybody yes, else, everyone else. <laughs> everybody else like had, had struggles and like addictions and serious sins. And even if they didn't, they had, you know, temptations that they had to fight just like all of us. And I feel like something as, for me at least, something as small as like, jp2 or mother Teresa, like mother Teresa was known in her life like her favorite food was chocolate ice cream and i feel like when you have chocolate ice cream in your home like in the name of celebrating like your faith and saint mother Teresa, they like feel like a human yeah you're like they liked chocolate ice cream i like chocolate <laughs> ice cream <laughs> Like, JP2 was known to have had a sweet tooth, though he should not have had sweets just because of, like, his health. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he just would, like, have some sweets on, like, special occasions. And, like, a feast is a special occasion. We have so many feasts in the Catholic so Church. So many of them. But, like, we're called to both fast and feast. And I think that, like, just incorporating more of your faith into, like, quote, the everyday, I guess, mm -hmm. will, at least for me, has kind of blurred those boxes they're not yeah. perfect I'm still like putting my faith in a box sometimes but it's kind of like invited the Lord into the rest of it so yeah. I just encourage people to do to kind of just like invite the Lord into any aspect of your life and I think that he is has a really good place at your table specifically yeah that's awesome and also to just inviting him like you said in your everyday life and then like living liturgically and kind of looking at what that means and different things so yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all I have. And I just want to thank you for saying yes to the podcast. And I'm so excited that we can share a little more about feasting with the saints. So thanks, thanks for, for being on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I have something super excited to share with you guys. I've partnered with Ave Maria Press once again. If some of you remember, I did a Bible launch with them. However, this year I am doing Living the Seasons with them, which is a super cool new book that's going to be out in October. Um, it's by Be a Heart Design. She went and wrote this book and it's literally living in the seasons. So living liturgically, living with the saints, 
all those fun things we talked about on the episode today. Um, the book really provides kind of a guide for this, um, provides different activities to do, to celebrate the saints, to celebrate the season we're in, different things like that. So if you're interested, you can visit Ave Maria Press. Um, It's just at Ave Maria Press on Instagram. Uh, Click on the link in their bio and go to their website and you can pre-order it and it'll come out in October. And if you want a discount, I believe it's $5. You can use Seasons 02. So it's Seasons capitalized 02. Thanks, friends.